Hey everyone, thanks for tuning in to Cafecito con Estrellita. Now, let's get into today's episode. Hola mi gente, welcome to Cafecito con Estrellita. I hope you're doing well today. All right, mi gente, so I have so much I just want to share with you. I always feel like I normally do for every episode, but let me just tell you, everything is just hitting me in so many feels, uplifting me in so many different ways to just keep motivating myself to create content for the podcast. Because here's the thing, mi gente, I've always had that motivation because I just have this love and passion towards higher education itself. However, I do have some of my days, just like any other human being, where you just feel tired and you just want to do nothing. And there's nothing wrong with having those days. However, I just want to make sure that it never gets to the point where I'd stop creating content. Because honestly, it's It's my favorite thing to do, especially when I could see that it's benefiting and uplifting so many other first-generation students. All right, mi gente, so we're going to go ahead and just jump into today's fact of the day. Now, mi gente, on October 19th, 2020, but just October 19th in general, is the official start of the National Transfer Student Week, not just day week. And this is actually a national thing where it's very common that many community colleges or any other types of institutions that uplift transfer students really take the time to recognize this week and create a space more and more of an inclusive space for the transfer students to feel included. Now, mi gente, I want to go ahead and share something that I read off of Latina Grad Guide, which you should totally check out on Instagram if you're a mujer who's just trying to navigate her way through grad school. But according to Latina Grad Guide, about 7 in 10 Latinx college students attend a California community college. And this source was actually found from the Campaign for College Success. Now, I definitely want to talk about this in the sense that I myself, as I've shared before, am a transfer student, was and whatnot. And for me, right after high school, I did not apply to four-year universities because I, I didn't feel confident in my grades and I did not gain experiences that were needed to make me a better applicant as someone who would be applying right after high school to a four-year institution. However, if it wasn't for my community college experience, I do not believe I would have grown the same way I have for myself in an academic and professional sense. And with all the transfer students I have met, within my time spent in academia, many of them resonate with that same message where they feel that when they spent and put in their time with their general education studies at the community college, they were able to not only take the time to find what it is they are truly passionate about, whether it's career-wise, major-wise, grad school, whatever it may be, but they were also able to do it at an affordable price And although my podcast focuses on uplifting first-generation students in all different levels of higher education, 
I can't deny the fact that I have a huge soft spot for students that go into community college and then transfer on to other universities because I know for many, many years, there has always been a stigma. And sometimes the stigma is still there, but we are getting better with it as as a academia path as a whole. However, there is a stigma that if you go to community college, you're not going to transfer. You won't be successful, and a community college isn't seen as prestigious, so isn't always respected. Those are just a few of the stigmas that either I have heard myself from other people tell me, or I've read myself on different articles that I've researched or whatnot in regards to the transfer student community college lifestyle. Furthermore, mi gente, this goes back to community college and just being there for my first-gen gente the best way I, I think I can be. I just want to give a special shout-out to two platforms that really elevated this podcast. Now, I got to give you a background story. So, mi gente, you'll eventually hear very, very soon, but I actually did an interview episode with my friend Vanessa, aka The Business Coach. I've talked about her before on my Instagram page, and well, you're going to hear an episode that I did with her very, very soon. However, the other day, it was it was just a random night. I was I was in the middle of another interview I was already doing because I pre-record these interviews in order to have them ready, edited, so when I upload them every week. And as soon as I finished up my interview, I did not touch my phone at all because well, if I if I'm touching my phone during an interview, I'll get really distracted and that's not really professional. Let's be real me gente. But anyways, once I grabbed my phone, I'm not even kidding. I experienced what it felt like to just get your phone to blow up where Vanessa had saw a, po- a post on this page called The Foo Community, which by the way, I follow now because their content can be pretty funny. And The Foo Community actually had this post and it was a question from one of their followers and I'm going to read it word by word. So one of their followers had asked and DM'd, what's up, food community? <laughs> Any advice to keep pushing through community college? First gen, and this is getting harder to handle. Now, this question was asked about a day and a half ago. And as soon as the food community uploaded this image, Vanessa went ahead and commented my podcast name, Cafecito con Estrellita, and had said that my podcast is Latinx podcast for college students, which is true. And next thing you know, my phone just started to blow up. And then as soon as I saw this picture, I saw that she commented. The food community actually also pinned my comment well, the comment Vanessa made in regards to my podcast. And I was just, I I had a moment where I was like, I had to put my phone down, take a deep breath and just, just come together with my thoughts. Because here's the thing, mi gente, my sole focus with this podcast, as I've, as I've announced so many times, is to really uplift and guide my first generation 
hinted that our college students, just like how I was and still currently am, just at the grad school level. And even though I've always wanted it to continue growing, I never thought I'd see the growth that I've been seeing now in the past five months. And I feel like it's because I've found my natural niche because talking about education and me first gen gente just comes very natural to me. And I just want to thank anybody and everybody who tuned in to that comment, who has always just supported me or have just recently found me and are continuing to support my work because your motivation is what really helps push me to keep uploading and uploading and uploading. And because something I believe that needs to stay intact with a platform being successful is not only consistency, but also the right type of motivation. And with all these people, these brands that believe in me, these pages, it really continues to motivate me to just want to keep making each episode better and better as we go. And mi gente, I'm actually going to go ahead and answer this question that was posted on the food community (laughs) and my comment was pinned. Now, for me, first-gen gente that feel that community college is such a struggle right now, well, first things first, I just want to remind you that I am so proud of the work you've been putting up until this point, and I know you will continue to be putting for not only yourself, but for your familia and for your educational future. Now, I know with distance learning and just the virtual world we're living in in general, it can make many of us feel as if community college is a path that many can't escape, especially with everything going on right now. And in a previous episode, I had even shared that there was an article that was posted that there are many people who are also taking leave of absences from the community colleges this fall because they just feel all this pressure from everything going on in the pandemic. Now, as I've mentioned, I am so proud of you. And secondly, I just want to remind you that your feelings are valid. And mi gente, I strongly believe that not only do you need to give yourself the positive affirmations, self-affirmations that you deserve, but also... Try and do what you can in your power to make the most out of your college experience. Because mi gente, although we are living in a virtual world, it is important that as first-gen students, we do what we can to have some type of extracurricular or a kind of organization or even a virtual type internship that not only flourishes our skills that we are gaining while we are studying, However, but it, it also gives us as first gen gente more of a more of a purpose feeling. Because of course, as many of us know, school is important and it's what can lead us to higher paying jobs to to then also continue on to grad school and so forth. But I also believe that it's it's important to also implement a social life, a lifestyle, some some diversified skills in your academia while you're taking your classes. Because if you're only taking classes, of course, college won't feel as enjoyable. Let's be real. 
However, if you're putting in time in the sense where you join, as I mentioned, a club, you join a mentorship program where you have a professor who's your mentor, you then, mi gente, start to find yourself in environments that are filled with students and professors that have those ambitions that will then resonate inside of you. And it all goes back to that saying that the people you surround yourself with can define you. And if you find yourself feeling as if your community college path is feeling very draining right now, especially due to the pandemic we're living through, then I feel the best way for you is to just put yourself out there the best way you can to get involved, build these professional relationships, because then you will start to hear positive things about academia and how it will best benefit you, especially if you're a first-generation student, because remember this, higher education in the very, very, very beginning was never made for minority students. And a lot of the times, higher education has always felt as if it was against first-generation minority students. And with knowing that and just hearing this, I want you all, mi gente, to use it as that flame that gets started in you to then keep motivating you to keep going and going because, mi gente, every time I've gone through an experience where I'm like, wow, if I would have not been a first-generation student, I wouldn't be struggling this way. However, because I am first-generation and these struggles have angered me, have frustrated me because they should have never been implemented in the first place if I would have had proper guidance during my time of undergrad as a first-gen with like certain things, then I would not have struggled as much as I had. However, when you know that system can be against us, that's when we just need to all stick together, mi gente, and keep striving, keep pushing, and keep surrounding ourselves with uplifting individuals in our higher education system that want to see first-generation students succeed. Because I promise you, when you are around those types of individuals while you're feeling that struggle, you're going to just want to keep going and going. Now, I know a common question I've recently been asked, and I'm more than happy to share, is how does a student, community college level or not, how does a student that's going through this distance learning era get involved if social distancing is put in place? And we hinted this all goes back to just using the resources that are available on your campus, even if you're not going in person, because there are many different workshops and panels that still go on right now at your institution, but virtually. And I've shared before, not too long ago, I went to a workshop about financial aid. I've been to a couple workshops about GRE, CBES, CSETs, preparations at my university campuses as well as I've seen, and well, I didn't have to go this time, but I did see a couple posts about how to apply to certain grad programs, and it was given by my institutions. So I know those, those resources are available, and although they are virtual, they are there. 
And if you find yourself just seeing something like that on your university website, I highly suggest that you check it out. Because once you do, you never know who you may meet. You never know what kind of knowledge you may come back with. But I can guarantee you that you will have a much more uplifting mindset and a reassuring reminder that your education matters and you matter and your representation as a Latinx student matters as well. And lastly, let's say your university isn't offering as many workshops or panels as you would like to see due to the distance, um, the social distancing regulations. Mi gente, I've, as I've shared before on another episode, but I'll highlight again for this one because I find it so important. If you go ahead and follow these pages on IG, such as Latina Grad Guide, Latinas in Tech Org, We All Grow, and so many more, you're going to start to see not only positive content about academia or about just Latinas making it in the workforce or just finding their way through education, you will not only see content about that, but you will also receive and see announcements about panels that will be given by these professionals who are Latinas or Latinos. And that will also uplift you as well, because I've definitely found myself feeling that way, especially during this virtual time we're living. And if it wasn't for these workshops and panels I've been going to from my university, as well as from these amazing organizations that I've just mentioned, then I I know for a fact I'd feel less motivated and a little more stuck on what direction I should be taking during this virtual time pandemic we're going through. Now, mi gente, the next thing I just, once again, I've been left just speechless about is the fact that I've been working exclusively with the Hija de Tu Madre team. Now, if you don't know Hija de Tu Madre, it's a Latina brand that really puts in true Latina representation in their clothing, in their school supplies, in their beauty supplies, skincare supplies, all that you can think of. And when I first was reached out by the social media manager of Hija de Tu Madre, once again, I was completely speechless because at first I thought they'd reach out to me because they thought that I was tagging them in too many pictures. Because here's the thing, mi gente. Last year in 2019, when I was living a completely different lifestyle, I actually was buying a lot of their products. And with all of their products, I was actually using the shop now, pay later. Because as the CEO, Patty Delgado, has mentioned in many other podcast interviews that I've heard of, she knows that um, small businesses at times do have higher prices in comparison to corporate companies. However, because she understands that sometimes prices are heavy, but she wants to be able to meet the needs of her awesome gente, her awesome jefas, but also, you know, be able to grow her business, she implemented the shop now, pay later. 
And I used that so much last year. And actually also a couple times this year before Hija de tu Madre and I, you know, started to work with each other, I guess I would say. I'm not sure. I just love their brand so much. Anyways, so I really want to highlight the Shop Now Pay Later because as a college student, as you know, we're always on a budget. Undergrad, graduate level, that budget lifestyle is real. And of course, we want to support small businesses. We want to support our jefas, our gente. And even though sometimes it may cost or may look like it costs a pretty penny, with the Shop Now Pay Later feature, as you're checking out your products or whatever it may be from Hija de tu Madre, it gives you an option if you want to do the Shop Now Pay Later. And basically how it works is that it takes out a, it takes out a, like a payment plan is what I'm trying to say. So let's say you buy an item for $40 and you use the Shop Now Pay Later, then it will take out a certain payment in the beginning, then a few weeks pass, and then it's another payment that takes gets taken out and so forth until boom you paid it off and you go on and it's so easy you just have to put in your card information you don't have to do anything manually other than when you put your card information and other than that it starts to take out the automatic payments and I've used it so much and that's how I have La Hefa plaque. That's how I've had a couple of my notebooks. That's how I've had the jade roller. It's so pink, so cute. And that's how I've been able to afford a couple of their t-shirts as well. Now recently too, as I mentioned, I've been, you know, been given, I can't even, I'm kind of speechless as you can tell by this by everything that's been going on. I'm vocalizing in this episode and I just feel so honored. But They've, they've, goodness, they gifted me this planner, the Muy Busy 2021 planner. And mi gente, when I tell you that it is a planner that is made for Latinas, trust me when I say that because mi gente, it was made by a Latina for Latinas. Now this planner, not only does it have cute stickers that say cries in Spanish, because trust me, when you're living that school life, you're crying in Spanish 24-7 a bunch of times during the week, no matter how organized you can come off to be, if that makes sense. So we got a lot of cries in Spanish stickers. We got muy busy stickers, as well as some heart stickers that say yay. So stickers are number one a plus. Now, as I've mentioned before on a review video that I uploaded on my Instagram, which you should definitely check out, the planner also has... A quote section and well I should say sections but in the planner the quotes that are chosen were made by Latinx individuals or said by them and what I love so much about these quotes that were picked and the layout especially the strategic layout of them is the fact that right next to the quote you have a blank page where it says notes on the top but after you read an uplifting quote, which I'll read at the end of this episode, because, you know, we got to end Cafecito con Estrellita on a quote basis. When you read the quote that you see in the Hija de tu Madre Planner, you start to think and you start, you start to reminisce on it. And then you can write your thoughts on it right next, 
with that blank page. And once you start to write your thoughts, you start to reflect back and think about how that quote makes you feel. And then you find yourself just journaling and journaling is such an important self-care tactic that I think all students should use. My community college gente, my grad school gente, my undergrad gente that are at four years already, wherever you find yourself in a position, and even if you do come from a background that maybe mental health was not uplifted as much as it should be, self-care, journaling, it's something we all need to do, mi gente, for ourselves. And even if you don't do it every day, even if you just do it a couple times a month, that's fine. And having a planner like Hija de Tu Madre and just the heartwarming and deep quotes that were chosen makes it very, very, very easy for you to just get into your feels and find yourself doing your act of self-care that needs to get done for yourself, mi gente. Overall, mi gente, if you're someone who's just looking for a new planner that not only represents your cultura, but makes you feel good, makes you just want to keep writing in the planner, because I know some individuals, including my past self, have struggled with keeping up with the planner, trust me when I tell you that Hija de Tu Madre 2021 Muy Busy Planner makes you want to use it just with the quotes, the stickers, the layouts, and the fact that the Latinx holidays are presented are in the planner. Like I didn't know National Pupusa Day was a thing. I did not know that Selena's birthday would be on there and so much more. So it's definitely worth checking out. And all the content that's put into the planner is going to, once again, make you just keep going back and forth to it to make sure it's getting used. Now, mi gente, we're going to go ahead and conclude this episode, but I just want to thank all of you once again for just supporting me, me first gen gente, because remember, my work, what I do is for you. And if you ever find yourself just wanting a specific episode from me or just wanting me to reach out to certain individuals to ask for a podcast interview, please feel free to email me or go onto the Cafecito con Estrellita website and I have a section that says let's have a cafecito and you can reach me on there. I'm always on my email and the max I'll take in regards to responding would most likely be two days just because you know a lot does go on. Now mi gente, before we push end and we talk in a few more days for our interview episode, I just have to read one of the quotes from the Hija de Tu Madre 2021 Muy Busy Planner. Change takes courage. Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez. Mi first gen gente, that is such a positive way to end this episode. And it can really go back to reflect on that question, that that comment that was made by another first-generation student. How can someone make it through community college during these stressful times? And well, as a first-generation student, we are making the change. We are making the pathway, paving it for not only our siblings, but for other first-generation Latinx minority students to keep going, to keep making these obstacles and Us as first gen going through higher education, even at the community college level, is a huge change that higher education was not ready for and is still not ready for. 
But you know, we are paving that way. We are making that change. And just as the Hija de tu Madre planner has shown to us with the amazing words of Miss Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez, it's important that we continue that change, continue empowering one another, because we will get through this and there will be more Latinx and minority individuals at those levels in the sense where they can write grants for funding for schools and programs, where they can be deans of colleges, presidents of colleges, and so forth, because mi gente, we're going to make it and we will get there and continue just uplifting our community. All right, mi gente, so I can't wait to talk to you soon. Cuídense y recuerdan, por favor, toman su agua antes de su cafecito y también cuida tu mente porque tu mente es tan precioso. Ok, mi gente, cuídense y hablamos pronto.